rules on inheriting a 401k or IRA have changed. On today's show, we'll outline some ways to avoid costly mistakes regarding your potential inheritance. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world. Retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. Your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planner. You can check out his website at retireaustin.com. Nathan is a independent fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. And good Sunday to you, Nathan. How are you? Hey, good to be with you. Yeah, loving yes. it. We've got some great, uh, great information we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be super valuable for our listeners. Yes. So excited to get into it. Definitely. So let's get in. You talked about inheriting a 401k or an IRA. How does yeah, so how does all this work? There you said it's exciting cuz it's different. I'm lots of different information there. Yeah, and and uh, there's a lot of and maybe what's exciting about it to me is I I love the opportunity to clarify topics and uh, some of these recent changes that have hit retirees and um, not just retirees, really this one kind of affects, it could affect everybody or a lot of people, millions of people. So uh, let me just kind of walk you through this. It, mm-hmm. it, it used to be that uh, if you had an IRA or a 401k and you were to pass away, it, it used to be that anybody who inherited that IRA or 401k from you could do what we called a stretch IRA, where they would inherit it and have the opportunity to continue to defer the taxes on that IRA or that 401k, -hmm. really for as long as they live. And uh, they could do that as long as they withdrew a minimum distribution every year. So they could defer that as long as they want. Well, things have changed now for a lot of people who are non-spousal beneficiaries, they're going to be required to withdraw all of that money and pay all the taxes on that inherited account uh, by the end of 10 years. So they've got a a 10-year runway to get all the taxes paid. Um, Now, there are some exceptions, and and we'll get into that, but this is kind of a big deal. Uh, We we don't have the the benefit to uh, some of these... uh, legacy planning principles we used to implement where uh, and heirs could uh, basically include these IRAs, inherited IRA accounts in their portfolios and in their retirement plans. And uh, that timeline's been disrupted mm-hmm. quite a bit. So a uh, pretty big deal. This was, this was from the SECURE Act that was passed in 2019. Uh, and we do anticipate, you know, I, I read a lot of ec- experts who uh, uh, talk about this topic quite a bit, and there is some anticipation of uh, uh, additional changes uh, down the road, which wouldn't surprise me. Uh, the IRS, uh, the government, is really looking for ways to fund these giant, uh, these these giant spending bills, right? Somebody's got to foot the bill and pay for this, and right. 
if you think about it, these retirement accounts are kind of like a giant piggy bank. So now if, if we want to get into the uh, exceptions, now this is, this is interesting. So if, if the non-spousal beneficiary is a minor of the deceased person, then this 10-year rule doesn't really kick in until they reach the age of 18. Uh, that's for most states, the age of majority. So uh, let's say uh, they're 10 years old at the time they inherit this IRA. This 10-year rule isn't going to kick in for eight years, but that doesn't mean they don't have to take required minimum distributions for those eight years that they're waiting. Um, it, it, and another little uh, estate planning tip I'll toss out there, IRAs, 401ks, these retirement plans are unique in that they do pass to beneficiaries outside of probate. So, so these are not probatable assets as long as you have a named beneficiary. As long as you've got somebody there or some institution there listed as a beneficiary, uh, this whole transaction is not going to see a probate court. You're not going to have to deal with that. Now, if you don't have somebody named as a beneficiary, then this is really one of the only scenarios where your retirement account is going to go through probate. Uh, but from uh, talking to estate planning attorneys in Texas, you know, probate is a fairly friendly uh, process here in Texas. It's not as difficult as some other states. Uh, so just something to keep in mind. Make sure you've got your beneficiaries designated. Uh, we just met with a client a couple days ago who uh, didn't realize she had her ex-spouse still listed as a primary beneficiary of her IRA. Yeah. Can you see any problems with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. And you do hear that happening quite a bit. So it is important to check everything. Well, and uh, because it doesn't go through probate, it's it's uh, incontestable. Mm -hmm. So if, heaven forbid, something happened to her and you know, she had three kids, she'd love to uh, you know, leave the money behind too. Right. But uh, if something happened to her, there's really nothing her kids could do about it. It's incontestable. It doesn't go through probate court. There's no probate judge is going to weigh in and uh, fix things. So you got to check and double check and make sure you you know who your beneficiaries are at all times of your retirement accounts. Uh, you know, there's another exception to this 10-year rule. And, and uh, this is actually very relevant to a good number of our clients. If the, if the beneficiary is chronically ill or disabled uh, or one who is not more than 10 years younger than the deceased person, uh, you can take distributions based on, they can take distributions based on their own life expectancy and they're not subject to the 10-year rule. So this 10-year rule doesn't apply to everybody, but it will apply to uh, most people. I, I believe. Uh, now this, let me just pause here. Uh, this, I think, illustrates the importance of an estate plan. Uh, part of an estate plan is to, at least the planning process, should be to have conversations about your family's wealth, yeah, your wealth from the perspective of your family. Uh, now, of course, the first part of your retirement plan is to make sure we understand what your assets are going to do for you while you're around and you need the money to accomplish your retirement goals. But uh, what do you want to see that money doing after, after you're gone? Um, and are, are there some strategies that would be uh, 
relevant to your situation that could reduce the tax burden uh, and uh, maybe even the decision-making process for some of your beneficiaries. So this, this works in really well with that whole estate planning conversation. And we do have attorneys as part of our network that uh, we re- regularly refer clients to. Now, there are other non-spouse beneficiaries. Uh, if, if you're a beneficiary subject to the 10-year depletion rule because you don't meet an exception, it's important to consider how you're going to meet that requirement. So you don't have to take out a certain amount every year. You could do that, if you, and it might be smarter for you to do that. Um, start withdrawing from that uh, IRA sooner, and there's no, there's no real maximum amount. You could, I mean, you could with, withdraw it all immediately if you wanted to, and that might be a good idea for some people, uh, depending on where your uh, tax brackets are. Uh, all of this is taxes, ordinary income. Uh, some people forget that, but withdrawals taken from either your IRA or an inherited IRA uh, pre-tax accounts, they're always taxed as ordinary income. Well, if you believe tax rates are going to be higher down the road, then you might want to take your withdrawals sooner. Uh, so you, you may not want to wait 10 years. You would probably, get, probably bet that your tax rates are going to be higher uh, 8, 9, 10 years from now. Uh, so the other strategy is, I mean, you could just wait until you get to that, you know, 10-year finish line and just pull it all out at that point. So kind of tax defer it for 10 years and then uh, take everything out at that point. But uh, so, again, a conversation that needs to happen around your retirement planning and estate planning process. Uh, now, for spouses, remember, so a lot of what we just talked about was for non-spouses, but for Spouses, you uh, really have a couple options. One is to just accept the IRA as your own, roll it into your own IRA, and uh, you, it'll be treated just as if it was your IRA from the beginning. And you're still subject to the required minimum distributions, but that's not until 72, which uh, everyone should know by now is the new RMD age. Uh, so, and that'd probably be the smarter thing to do. And at that point, you could, you still have the flexibility to do Roth conversions and, and uh, do a lot of other uh, effective retirement planning. But, uh, Teresa, what I want to do for uh, our listeners today is make our office and our planning process available to 10 callers today. So, for the next 10 callers, we want to make an opportunity for us to sit down together. Uh, we'll take time to learn your situation, understand what it is you're working to accomplish, what are your goals, your objectives, what are you scared of, what gives you anxiety about money. Uh, and I have to really say that that is our that's my mission is to eliminate fear and anxiety around money. Um, I've had a, a lot of experiences with fear and anxiety around money uh, in my earlier years, and I think that this is something that's very personal to me. And what I've learned is when people have an effective plan, you can eliminate that. Uh, so again, for the next caller, call next 10 callers, call now, don't delay. This is a complimentary uh, visit with me. And that number to get in touch with Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. This is for retirees and pre-retirees. That's common sense planning and straight talk instead of financial double talk and a sales pitch. 
Folks, you just need to sit down, get that financial roadmap put together, and Nathan, he'll translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review, and the callers that call in will receive a comprehensive financial review. It's going to show you where you are now, but most importantly, the review will show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be, and you've got nothing to lose. Call right now. Spots always fill up fast. 800-890-5008. 800-890-5008. What's on the way next, Nathan? Well, you've been planning your retirement, and it's getting close, and then, boom, life happens. An unplanned retirement because of health or layoffs can really throw a wrench to even the most thorough plans. How to deal with unplanned retirement when we come right back. And welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is a fiduciary with over 16 years of experience, also a retirement income certified professional and a chartered advisor for senior living. And, uh, you know, and you've spent time training other advisors. You do about 70 seminars a year. It just seems like, where do you find the time to spend time with your kids and your wife and your 19 chickens and a dog? You know, <laughs> you know we, we talk a lot about planning on this show, mm-hmm. and I think that's the answer. You, you right. have to, we found we have to plan time uh, to make sure we have adequate time for family. And, and that's my favorite place to be uh, is in my home with my kids or, or out, uh, on the lake mm-hmm. or, uh, riding bikes, you know, whatever. We do a lot of things. We go fishing. Um, so we plan accordingly, which is, uh, again, the principle we, we beat that drum quite a bit on this show that, uh, you've got to plan in order to have the most successful, rewarding life and, and the most successful, rewarding retirement so that the principles are no different. Uh, so yeah, we have, we have six kids and we're busy. We've got, uh, a, a dog and 18 chickens and lots of other family around us. So we're, uh, we were soccer players and volleyball players. And, uh, we just, we just are trying to savor this time with our kids. Cause we hear from everybody how fast this goes. And I'm, I'm already noticing that my, my, my baby, my first kid, she's, she's 15 already. Yeah. And uh, got her driver's permit, and we're—it's uh, just a, a very uh, interesting thing to see how fast time can fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I have the very unique opportunity to see um, a lot of different households and to to see a lot of different retirement plans. And when I talk about retirement plans, not just. I'm not just referencing the uh, the money stuff, like the brokerage accounts and IRAs, but it's been fascinating to see how people approach retirement and the types of uh, vision, the type of vision they have for their retirement, the things they want to accomplish and maybe skills they want to develop. And, and I'm just so impressed by uh, how many people there are out there who uh, don't see retirement as a finish line, but it's another it's another starting line. Right. And I, and I think that's the way you want to see it. You're, you're beginning another incredible chapter of your life. And uh, this should be a very exciting, uh, optimistic thing. And you should you should approach it with that attitude, I think. Right. And, I, I, and, I, and I've seen that people that do that it tend to be happy and healthy and 
uh, and just living a good standard of life. Oh, exactly. Exactly. It's just another phase. And, and, and it's, there's lots to be happy about. But what if that phase comes earlier than you expected? <laughs> right. You know, uh, you know uh, are, are you saying you can't plan for everything, that there are surprises <laughs> in life? Uh, that's how life Things goes. don't go as planned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a good question because you should always have a plan. Right. And then always have a, kind of a backup plan for when that plan doesn't go exactly as planned, right? So uh, always be in planning mode, but you don't want to get stuck without a plan and have to scramble and throw something together when uh, life throws you a curveball. So uh, we've had a lot of conversations with clients recently uh, that have been kind of forced into employment changes. Uh, some have been laid off. Uh, we had a client who's just... Uh, you know, had some medical issues and has been forced out of work. So what if this happens early? What if you're planning to retire in five years and then tomorrow wake up and you can't go back to work? This happened with my dad. Uh, so the first thing is you want to make sure you uh, assess the potential financial impact if something were to happen. So let me give you an example. Uh, I just sat down with a client a couple days ago. Uh, it was last Thursday, and they told me their goal is to retire in eight years. And I said that that's great. Let's let's plan on that. But let me suggest that we we have an idea for what retirement would look like in any year between now and eight years. So, because uh, they're still working, still contributing to a four hundred one k. So you're. Uh, if you retire in eight years, you've got eight years of 401k contributions. If you retire in six years, well, you've got six more years of 401k contributions. And if something were to happen next year, well, you only got one more year left to make contributions and one more year for all the accounts to grow and mature. So um, I just wanted to make sure that they knew exactly, uh, at least an idea of what their retirement would look like in any year. And that way, they have the flexibility to pull the plug whenever they want. Uh, they, they're talking eight years, you know, a few days ago, but something could happen. They could wake up and feel very differently about that timeline you know, a few months from now. And we don't want to have to rewrite a whole plan. Uh, why not have kind of a timeline in place? And this is actually kind of a fun thing for me to do. Uh, I, I really don't get bored with what I do because everybody is a new riddle, right? It's a new riddle. It's a new puzzle. It's actually very exciting, but, uh, you know, I, and I think what's helpful to weave into that is potential worst case scenarios, right? So what if, what if we had to retire early and, for example, we had a bad year in the market? Um, and let's just assess our situation from that perspective. How are we? How are we doing? And what that does is it helps us understand what safety measures we should put in place now um, and realize how much risk we're comfortable taking at this point, um, health insurance is another big deal. You know, understand what you, where your coverage is going to come from. If you're 65, this is or, or older, this is a little easier because you have Medicare that kicks in. Uh, but we have a lot of a lot of clients retiring before 65, and uh, many of them don't. They're not government employees of some sort where they have some um, some kind of government uh, health insurance coverage. So. They're having to go to the exchange, the uh, Affordable Care Act exchange, or the state's healthcare marketplace, or uh, there are COBRA options as well. 
Those can be a little expensive. You're basically picking up the tab uh, of your employer. But again, a good idea to, to know how that's going to work. Because if, if, you, if you are forced into retirement before 65, you're probably going to have to consider um, a little more uh, in your budget for health insurance costs and uh, premiums. And then you look into uh, the value of your retirement savings. Uh, do we feel like we have enough? Uh, what, what would our strategy be if we needed to draw early from retirement accounts? And uh, which accounts do we draw from? And you know, do you need to do you need to make alterations to your retirement account to to give room for relocating? Uh, are you going to? You know, we have a lot of. I, I hear this all the time. As soon as I stop working, I'm going to move to, you know, X Y Z, where my daughter and my grandkids are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something you. I think these are important conversations to have because it really can influence what you do with your money and, and how you place it and how much risk you take. Um, what, what kind of, uh, maybe how long you wait to take social security, for example, all of this plays in together. Uh, the big mistake I see some people make is they, they make these retirement decisions in a vacuum, uh, and, and without kind of considering the whole context of retirement. Um, and again, I, I remind everybody retirement is a lot more than just your retirement accounts. Uh, it, it should include your family relationships. It should include your your goals in retirement, uh, your personal development and places you want to see. And it's a lot more than just the money part of it. Of course, the money part of it is very, very important because that's how we're going to fund this whole thing. And we want to make sure it lasts. But these are other important conversations to have. Oh, absolutely. Definitely want to have those conversations. And what, what I would suggest as well is have these conversations with your kids. If you have kids, uh, get their perspective on your retirement. You may get some ideas. You, that you may hear something you hadn't thought of before uh, that, that could influence what you do. And I actually appreciate my clients, including their kids in the conversation. I've got a lot of emails back and forth with, with uh, uh, sons and daughters and even, even grandkids in some cases and uh, these are these are people who have your back for the most part. You know, they want to see you do well and be successful. And um, I, I kind of laugh about this, but I had a conversation with one of my client's sons, and uh, he was pretty candid with me. He said, "You know what? I want to I want to do whatever I can to make sure that my mom and dad can be financially independent." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought, well, that, that's smart because that's going to benefit you, right? Right. Uh, if if you're financially dependent on somebody, that's probably not something your your kids are going to want. So uh, they definitely have an interest in your success. They're on your team. So uh, let them uh, let them be on your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Teresa, it looks like we have room for another eight callers. And uh, what we wanted to do today is make a free retirement consultation available for 10 callers. We already got two spots taken. There's eight more. Uh, What we're going to do is create a tailored plan for you. We're going to first assess where you are, take inventory, um, make sure you know where you are. And if there's any way that your situation can be improved with with a plan, with a tax strategy, with an income plan, we're going to do this. Um, But we can only do it for the next eight callers. So call now. 
that number to call Nathan. It's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. Folks, there is no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation. To find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement, pick up the phone and call Nathan. He's an advisor you can trust. He's got over 16 years of experience as an independent fiduciary. You know, he's there by your side listening to your concerns and plans for your future. Let him put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. Again, that number. Again, folks, spots always fill up fast. You want to get in, get in now. 800-890-5008. 800-890-5008. Our third segment is coming up. What's on the way, Nathan? Well, inflation is reaching highs we haven't seen for about 13 years. If you're in or near retirement, how is that going to impact your current plan? On today's show, we'll outline just what higher inflation means for retirees. As always, we say it. Thank you so much, Greater Austin, for spending some of your Sunday with us. You're tuned to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. And this next subject, you, you, you talked about before the break, inflation. Boy, we're all feeling it. I don't think there's oh one goodness. person who can escape this at this point. <laughs> No, and, and I don't even think that it's necessary to give an explanation for what inflation is. You know, we've got Exhibit A right in front of us. Right. Right, it's just the cost of things flying through the roof. Yeah, groceries and gas. And I even heard, they said, you know, fertilizer. Now, why would a common, you know, an everyday person worry about fertilizer? Because it's going to help grow crops. So they said next year, things might actually be higher than they are now. It's just something yeah. to think about. You don't think about that, but yeah, it's going to affect everybody. Well, and in the Austin area, it's this has been you know a great thing for people who are looking to sell their home. Mm-hmm. You know, homes of uh, uh, man, I, I know some houses that have doubled in price oh, in yeah. just the last couple of years. Cars. Uh, I mean, I, I think most people who bought a car within the last couple of years could probably sell it and make money. Right. Uh, you know, these are very unique times. And, and I, I don't know that, uh, I mean, infl- the rate of inflation will likely slow down. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee for that. But uh, inflation is always going to be a risk you have to plan for. Yes. Yeah, you definitely do. And like when you say when it comes to retirement, if you're thinking about retiring now, okay, you're thinking about today's prices, but what's it going to be in 20, 30 years? That's what yeah. you have to plan for. Right, right. Because your your retire the whole purpose of your retirement plan is to give you the cash flow that you're going to need to live the kind of life you want to live. And there's two major obstacles in a retirement plan. And the first is taxes, mm-hmm. and the second is inflation. And man, they work together against you. So think of this for a second. For for a lot of people, the vast majority of their retirement income is from taxable sources, right? Even social security for most people is taxable, Mm -hmm. uh, almost all of it. And uh, pensions, if you're getting a state pension uh, or government pension of some sort, uh, that's going to be taxable. 
And if you have pre-tax IRAs, 401ks that you're drawing from, well, that's all taxes, ordinary income. So what happens is as tax rates increase, your net income decreases, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to have less to, to spend. Well, if you have less to spend, but things have also gotten more expensive because of inflation, see that compounding effect is what could spell disaster for a lot of retirees. Right. So part of the income planning process, because uh, there's really four steps to our retirement planning process, the income plan is one of them. We, we like to have a plan in place to address those two obstacles of taxes and inflation. If you don't have a plan in place to do that, you need to call. I mean, this is what we can help you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you definitely, you need a plan. And they said there's that old cliche, if you what, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's, <laughs> exactly. That's, that. yeah. Failure is your plan. Yes. Right, right. It, it's almost like, you know, we, we draw a lot of parallels to uh, the principles of physical wellness and fitness. And mm-hmm. you're just much more likely to get in great shape if you have a plan in place and you follow it and you make slight adjustments to it uh, over time as you go to, to make it better and more efficient. And and how much better is that plan going to be if you actually sit down with someone who's an expert in this area, who's maybe helped hundreds of people achieve their, their personal uh, fitness and wellness goals? You're just going to be so much more likely to find success. And it's no different when it comes to retirement planning. And, and in a way, that's kind of how I see myself as I'm, I'm your retirement planning coach there. I, I've helped hundreds of people retire and, and, and we're helping hundreds of people be successful through retirement. We've been around the block a bunch, you know, I've, I've seen hundreds, even thousands of portfolios and retirement accounts and, and uh, we're very, very practiced and, and we're very specialized in helping folks overcome the, these common obstacles that people face in retirement, the inflation obstacle, the retirement obstacle, the obstacle of running out of money, uh, taking too much risk in your retirement portfolio. Uh, and the list goes on. But we, as part of our retirement planning process, we help plug in all those holes and have a plan that's going to ensure that you've got the highest level, uh, high, highest likelihood of success. Yeah, and that's definitely so, what you want. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, how, how, how can you really sleep well and feel very confident about your retirement if you don't have a plan in place? Right, exactly. And, and I, I, I'd say having a retirement account, sometimes I feel like a broken record. I, I, I say this a lot, but it's so true that having retirement accounts is not the same thing as having a retirement plan. Uh, and I, I see, I, I ask people sometimes, do you have a retirement plan? Well, yes. Okay. I, could I see it? Could you share it with me? And, and they just show me some brokerage accounts and some IRAs. And I'm thinking, well, where's the plan? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we going to do? I mean, these are great resources. I'm, I'm so, so happy to see that you have these retirement accounts and savings, but what are you going to do with them? Uh, what's their purpose? Uh, which ones are you going to draw from? What, what's your growth strategy? Uh, what, how are these going to supplement your social security and other pensions? And, and there's no plan there. And what I feel sad about is a lot of these folks are paying fees to an advisor really for that kind of service, and they're not getting it. 
you know, if you have a brokerage account with an advisor, they're getting paid from your account. You should expect a retirement plan from that advisor that covers all these areas, don't you think? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, and you're, you're liking this too. Yeah, you got a lot of great furniture and maybe some really nice doors and things like that of a house, but where's the plan? Where's the foundation? Where's the, where's <laughs> yeah. the blueprint? There's, it's nothing there. You've got all the, the makings of it, but you don't that have that plan great. in place. That is a great metaphor. It's almost like going out and, and accumulating all these materials to build your house. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't have a plan yet. Yeah. What, I mean, exactly. no, none of us would do that in our right minds. Right. right? That'd be so wasteful. And you're going to regret that, that whole process. But yeah, you've got to have the plan first. And then the plan, like the blueprint, should dictate the materials you buy. Right. What, mm-hmm. what, what kind of uh, materials do we need? How much of it? And, um, and then you have contractors to put it together. Right. Uh, that's a that's a great metaphor. A lot of people have building materials, no blueprints. <laughs> well, there you can see right. you can start using that now and I won't charge. You I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna, you, know, you can send me a Venmo charge. There you, you go. Like. That, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, you know, and again, it's, it's kind of like having a fitness. Equipment. Right in your home. And that's not the same thing as a fitness plan, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, if you're not planning to address this problem of inflation somehow, uh, you got to come in. We, we need to have a conversation. Uh, and there's a lot of different strategies for this. Uh, you know, Equities and stocks can, can offer some protection against inflation. Uh, some folks I'm meeting with just don't have enough exposure to the types of investments that are going to give them growth. And here's what I hear. Nathan, I'm terrified of losing my money in the market, so I don't want to take risk. Well, you can have your money in growth mode in the market with a relatively low level of risk. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked at how many people are surprised at this concept, and, and I walk them through what this means for them, that you can actually get a great uh, expected rate of return with probably a lot less risk than you think. If you're using the right managers, they're using the right investment styles, you can, you can do a lot to, um, what I hear people say, de-risk the investments. Um, and if you, if you haven't had an advisor walk you through the options for doing that, uh, we really need to get together. Uh, real estate can mm-hmm. be a great hedge against inflation. We do have some folks who own real estate directly. But did you know you can invest in real estate without owning it directly? Hmm. There are funds you can invest in uh, that will basically give you the benefits, pretty close to most of the benefits of owning that real estate property directly, but you're doing it through a fund of some sort. And there's lots of different types of funds out there. We could probably do a whole show on that. You know, some people say, wasn't Social Security adjusted for inflation? I wouldn't make any retirement plans around that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We've seen cost of living adjustments in the past, uh, 1%, 1 1.5%. There are some years Social Security hasn't given a cost of living adjustment. Um, So there's a lot of strategies we could implement with you that could make a whole lot of sense. There are ways you can uh, do what I call uh, creating your own pension. There are uh, different types of annuity vehicles that can give you inflation-protected income. Uh, again, this is the kind of stuff we need to have a conversation about. Yeah, it's so important. Like you mentioned all the different strategies. I mean, I didn't know you can have real estate without actually 
what was it? You don't have to, it's through a fund. So, I yeah, mean, there's yeah. all, there's all different ways, I mean, to, to do this and, and you need someone with that experience on your side, helping you with all this. It's so important. And, and this is where an independent advisor can mm-hmm. be so valuable because they're not just, they're, they're not restricted to a very strict menu of products and strategies. The banker brokerage wants them to sell. Right. Uh, so we're independent. Um, and it looks like, Teresa, we're running out of time on this segment. It looks right. like we have room for another six callers. So we start out with 10 spots today. We're down to six spots. Uh, if you call in, we're going to schedule a time for us to sit down together face-to-face. I'm going to get to know you. And we're going to tailor a retirement plan to you so you can eliminate the fear and anxiety about your financial future. But you got to call now. Yeah, that first step is to sit down with a financial advisor, preferably a fiduciary. And if something we're talking about today resonates with you, whether it's tax planning, Social Security, health care, or just that overall big picture, you want to give Nathan a call, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Maybe you feel the need to just get that, get that second opinion, or you want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals. You want to call Nathan. Like you said, he's helped hundreds of clients. He's uh, got experience six to over 16 years as an independent fiduciary, and there's so many different vehicles out there to help you plan for your retirement. You know, let him put a plan together and take the stress out of planning for your future. Again, that number, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. One fun segment on the way. What's coming up? It's our favorite. When we come back, we'll answer some of the questions we received from this week. Welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. Check out his website, retireaustin.com. And it is time now for listener questions. Lots of fun with these. First one is Emmett in Austin. I've never rebalanced my portfolio. Because of this, I'm slowly acquiring more stocks through the years, but I'm making more money. Why does one rebalance other than if they can't stomach the risk? Is this the only reason people rebalance? To me, it doesn't seem as profitable as acquiring more stocks. What a great question and so relevant to the times we're in right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me just give a little background to this. So the whole concept of rebalancing is uh, because you, you have if you have multiple holdings and asset classes inside of your portfolio, some are going to perform or outperform uh, others. Some are going to perform, I mean, they're all going to perform differently in certain types of markets. Stocks are going to tend to uh, appreciate at a higher rate. They're going to increase that that portion of your portfolio so that it becomes a larger percentage of the overall portfolio. And then what happens is, is if you don't rebalance the portfolio as a whole, becomes a little more risky because now you have, uh, let's say you started out with 25% in stocks and because the stocks have grown a whole bunch, now you have 70% in stocks. Um, that may not be the right asset uh, allocation for you if you're getting close to retirement. Now, uh, none of this would be any issue at all if the market just continued to do really well and never had a bad year or two years, right? Right. Uh, so as long as the market is doing very, very well, 
there's no problem with having a very high allocation to stocks. But do we believe the market is always going to do very well, that we're never going to have a recession again? No way. So, so it, 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 recessions are cyclical. They happen regularly. And, and statistically speaking, we're probably eight years overdue for one. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest that, uh, Emmett, you do seriously consider, you should con seriously consider rebalancing, but that doesn't mean you have to uh, submit to a very low level of growth. Like I mentioned in one of our prior segments, you can get a very good, very attractive expected rate of return with probably a lot less risk than you think. There are protections that you can put in place to uh, kind of limit your losses. So Emmett, uh, I would love to talk to you about this and see if there's some way strategies like this could fit with um, your retirement plan. Um, but again, uh, it may not seem profitable or, or like a smart growth strategy to rebalance and sell some of those stocks and move those into different asset classes. But uh, you'd probably think differently if the, the market were to take a turn. So just something to think about. All right. And we've got Georgia now in Cedar Park. She says, I've been listening to this show for a while now, and I'm hoping you can clarify the difference between being a financial planner, an independent advisor, representative, and a fiduciary, and is one better than the other? Great question. And uh, Georgia, one can be all three. Uh, so uh, there are really two main categories, uh, two very general categories of advisors. Um, one is an advisor who is an employee of a bank or a brokerage. We, uh, we like to call them a captive advisor, where uh, really they're limited in, in terms of what they can offer you, strategies, products, all that. They're limited by a very strict menu that their employer gives them. That employer could be a bank or a brokerage. Um, now, the other category would be an independent advisor. Now, what's great about an independent advisor is they're not limited to that very strict menu. They can, they can do a much better job, in my opinion. They can, not always, but they can do a much better job of representing the client instead of representing a large financial institution or a bank or a brokerage. Um, now, being a financial planner or a, a, an independent advisor representative typically could, uh, could mean certain licenses are held. Uh, so a Series 65 license, for example, um, uh, allows you to be a financial planner and an investment advisor representative. So this is like a fee-based advisor. Um, we prefer that platform. Uh, there's no commissions or loads on that platform typically. Uh, and I believe with that platform, the advisor is much more likely to be on the same team as you. Because what happens is uh, if, if the advisor is fee-based, then they're interested, at least financially interested in your accounts growing because they don't get any more fee unless your account expands, unless your account grows. So that's kind of the relationship you want to have. You want to be on the same team. Whereas other, other advisors who are earning commissions uh, can, can tend to uh, actually make more money when your account is in decline because they have all these great reasons for you to make changes when your account's not doing well and you're going to be much more likely to, to buy that idea because uh, you, you want to make a change. Things aren't going well. And now they're just collecting new commissions. So 
independent fiduciary is going to be the best way to go. Okay. All right. Great. You made those distinctions. Yeah. Um, we've got Jim in Lakeway. He says, I recently changed jobs and I can't decide what to do with my 401k. I can either leave it where it is or roll it into an IRA or roll it into the 401k at my new job. How much does it matter which one I do? Um, it can matter a lot. And I'll say, Jim, it's very rare that you find a case where it's better for you to leave uh, money in an old 401k uh, or even roll it into a new 401k. A lot of people don't realize that there are uh, additional expenses in 401ks that uh, can sometimes be very hard to find. There's there's certain fee disclosures that are supposed to be uh, distributed to plan participants uh, multiple times a year, but a lot, I've talked to a lot of people, they just don't see these. I, I've seen uh, numbers, uh, statistics that show the average cost in a 401k is uh, over two and a half percent. Put it this way, if you really like what you're invested in, let's, let's just pretend that the reason you, you're leaving your money in your 401k is because you like those investments. In many cases, you can roll the money out into an IRA and buy virtually the same investments in your IRA. But what you've done is you've cut out your employer. You've cut out the expenses of the plan. And I, I just don't know why more people don't do that. Um, and, and in some cases, your beneficiaries even have a lot more options uh, if, if you were to pass away holding an IRA versus a 401k. Um, some people have the misunderstanding that, hey, if I roll my old 401k into my new 401k, I'm going to get an employer match for that. This is absolutely not true. The employer, your new, your new employer is only going to match if they, have a, if they match at all. They're only going to match brand new contributions. They do not match rollovers into the plan. Uh, so uh, you, you need to have a conversation with an independent fiduciary. Jim, I'd love to sit down with you and talk with you about this 401k and opportunities you have to maybe do a little better job of laying the groundwork and setting the stage for your retirement and maybe getting access to great managers or products that are not available inside of your old or new 401k. So I definitely encourage you to call in. All right. And we've got Mabel now in Round Rock. I'm retiring at 62, but my pension won't start until I'm 65. I'd prefer to wait and start my Social Security when I'm older. But should I think about starting it earlier to avoid having to pull so much from other investments until my pension kicks in? This is a common question. And Mabel, this question could be easily answered with the appropriate income plan. So uh, this is one of the issues we work through as part of the income planning process is, does it make more sense to delay social security or does it make more sense to delay my investments? Um, and that is going to be determined by other factors in the total context of your retirement, could be determined by what types uh, of investments your money is in. Uh, do you have any guarantees associated with any of your retirement savings? Maybe some annuity benefits with uh, uh, step-ups and raises in income benefits for delaying. And you can compare those, you know, kind of apples to apples to the increases in Social Security. And uh, when you have those numbers in front of you and a strategy in front of you, it's a lot easier 
to answer questions like that. So again, I like like I say, the plan can answer these questions. So the, the important thing is first to have a plan um, because the answer really could go in either direction, Mabel. But it's going to be determined by the rest of your situation. Okay. All right. And quickly, we've got Barbara in Austin. I'm a 64-year-old single woman trying to get rid of some of my debt. I want to take 125000 out of my IRA to pay off my mortgage, and everyone tells me not to. Do you think it's a bad idea? Oh, it could be a bad idea, but I'd like to know more about your situation. Uh, one thing you have to remember is that $125,000 that you pull out of your IRA is going to be taxed as ordinary income, and you're going to have a lot less than that. Uh, so if you need 125000 to pay off your mortgage, you're probably going to have to withdraw more, uh, maybe around $150,000, um, This can be a bad idea. I would investigate a few other options first, maybe the option of refinancing. Uh, interest rates are very, very low. Uh, maybe there's some other assets you can leverage to uh, uh, take care of this debt. Uh, and then it kind of depends on uh, what the what the information is about that debt, interest rates and payments and all that. Barbara, call in. This is a great reason to call in and sit down and talk about your situation. Uh, Teresa, it looks like we have room for two more callers. We had 10 spots at the beginning of the show. Now we have two more spots. Call in now if you want a retirement plan tailored to you. Uh, it's no one but yours. And we're going to meet face-to-face -to, -face to get this done and eliminate the fear and stress about your retirement. Yeah. Call Nathan at 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You know, this is for retirees and pre-retirees. Common sense planning and straight talk instead of financial double talk and a sales pitch. You just need to sit down and get that financial roadmap put together. And Nathan, he will translate that complex financial world into something that just makes sense. Talked about different alternatives before. You know, it sounds confusing right now. But Nathan, he'll go over everything that, you know, but if it pertains to you, if it's not a good fit for you, you're not going to get that. You know, he's going to listen to your concerns and your needs and what your plans are for your future. It's an excellent chance to get that true practical financial review. It's going to show you where you know, where you are now, but most importantly, the review will show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be, and you've got nothing to lose. Just two spots remain. Get in now. Last chance today. 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. It just goes by so quick. I'm looking forward to next weekend already. New topics yeah, and new we, questions. We've probably had a little more fun than we should have, but I'm, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah, right back here for Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. Investment advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of the information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.